What's up, everybody? This is Vance Hill with Limitless Mindset Podcast, episode number two. How's everybody doing out there? It is about 2.45 Saturday afternoon, and I figured, you know what? I am driving out to Index, Washington to go show a cabin. Uh, a couple cabins to some clients of mine and I figured you know what what the hell why don't I just record a little episode because I've got about 30 minutes of time to kill so I figured why not so anyways my god if you've never been to the Pacific Northwest and specifically where I'm talking about is the Cascades I'm about to head uh, where Index is is just before Stevens Pass and uh, man it is just absolutely magical living up here. Um, I've, I come up here often to show properties, and I've got to say, every time I come up here, it's just, it's I'm just. I mean, I only live 15 minutes from here, but still, it's like wow. It's just something I don't think I will ever get used to, nor will I ever take advantage of or take for granted that I live in such a magical winter wonderland. Um, one of my friends puts it the PN Wonderland, Pacific Northwest Wonderland. Anyways, so yeah, heading up there to go show with uh, this a couple cabins and uh, driving on Route Two, which is always fun. Two lane highway, heading east and west. We just got done um, coaching some rugby. That's always fun. Our rugby practices on Saturdays run twelve to two. Northside Wolverines. You've got to love it. Had uh, little first through fourth graders out there running around doing their thing. Had the big high school boys out there running and doing their thing as well. It's looking pretty good. So you probably don't know unless you know me personally and know that I took over this team last year. It was just a high school and my buddy Chris Nickel and I were able to get this team and take them to the Division II state championship and win it. So, you know, a little claim to fame there, a little, little, uh, you know, a little chip on my shoulder. Funny thing that everybody knows is I never played. I never played rugby. I was recruited in college back at Kent State many years ago, but I never played. I drank, which I didn't realize at the time that drinking and rugby actually went very well together. But hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So, anyways. So, I was introduced to rugby shortly after we moved here from Houston. And I wanted the boys to branch out, try something different. This was even before they were, you know, of age to, uh, to play sports. And... I was driving around Bellevue one day and I saw this sign and it said rugby. Ages uh, 6 to 18. Visit eastsidelionsrugby.com or something like that. And So Enzo uh, was a baby and Gianni I think was still 4, 5? I think he was 5. So, you know, this was, this was a while. Was 4 years ago? 4 and a half years ago? Anyways, so... 
I asked and uh, Gianni, I said, hey, you remember Uncle Jeff back in Houston? And he was like, yeah. He probably didn't, but he said yes. He was playing along with me, humoring me. I said, well, you know, he played rugby in New Zealand. And he's actually the guy who turned me on to the sport. And, um, you know, watching it regularly. And so I said, you want to give it a try? So he did. He was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. I figured, you know, there's no tackle football for his age, so why not? So we went out, and the little dude loved it, and they had a blast. It was like five or six kids playing at the time, you know, in that little age group. Um, you know, and if you know my personality, I ended up coaching. I ended up jumping on and kind of jumping on the coattails of Andy Carmichael, who's, uh, you know, who grew up playing the sport. He's, he's from... I think he was, he's a Kiwi. I think he's from New Zealand as well. And um, so I ended up jumping on his coattails and kind of learning the game from him a little bit. And that's when I met my buddy Chris Nickel, who is, turns out, is the vice president of Bank of America Home Mortgages in Bellevue. So, you know, of course, that all worked out with the real estate thing. And it turns out, you know, the whole rugby thing, he, he was the president of the Eastside Lions at the time. So, you know, we became buds. Everything was working out. And like I said, I started coaching. Ended up really liking it. Uh, the next season, I came in and uh, Andy decided he didn't want to coach anymore. His little boy didn't want to play. So I said, hey, you know, I'll, I'll take over the, the program. And so... You know, uh, that's what I did because <laughs> that's just what I do. I, I just do things. I don't, I kind of don't, I don't hesitate. I don't think that that's kind of one of my things in life is there's no room to hesitate. Life is too short and to stop and think, you know, if you want to do something, just do it. If you don't like it, stop doing it. But I ended up liking it. So I kept doing it and Ended up getting a couple other coaches out there, you know, Chris Stone, Eric Fleming. You know, they have little kids, little boys that wanted to come out and play. And, uh, you know, with the help of them and support of the, the administration of the Lions, we ended up growing that program into a pretty, pretty decent program. I think the, we kind of spearheaded that, you know, that whole thing within the, within our, our rugby wad, and it just kind of took off and, you know, I was four years ago, three, four years ago, and then three years ago, yeah. And uh, and they're still kicking strong. So when I took over the Everett team last year, it was just high school. It was just the high school kids. And I wasn't really doing much as far as recruiting for the youngsters. You know, I was kind of half-assing it here and there. Like, hey, you know, you want to play? And the boys would come out to the high school practices. And they tossed the ball around, and I was hoping, you know, maybe some of the, the high school boys would bring their little brothers or whatnot. But it didn't happen, and I was okay with that because with what I had going on and what went on my plate with rugby and real estate, and, you know, the, the PTA and everything else that I had going on, I was good, you know. So, you know, Chris Nickel helped me run the, you know, kind of took a took took the head coaching lead on that along with Sonny and uh, Logan and so everybody had you know we had a good time 
And so this year, like I said, we, we the boys won the state championship last year for Division Two. So this year, uh, when it came time, you know, it started coming around time to, to do it, to make a decision, like, what are we going to do? I really wasn't, quite honestly. I was like, no, I'm, I'm kind of done. I think I'm done with rugby. You know, the boys played football. They really, really, really fell in love with football, which I was so happy about. And so they took to it. So I'm like, no, I'm good. We're just going to play football. We don't, you know, there's not really a, a thing for rugby in this area. And, of course, you know, I'm just, I'm totally killing it before I even had a chance to see if it would do anything. Um, and then I met my boy Randy. Rusty. God damn it. Why did I call him Randy? Shame on you, Vance. Fuck. Anyways, Rusty. Rusty Vance. My boy. He, we were at a birthday dinner uh, for his brother-in-law, I guess. It's, yeah, his brother-in-law. And... You know, shooting the shit at a Mexican restaurant here in Monroe and drinking margaritas, having a good time, eating Mexican food. And I mentioned the word rugby and I saw his ears perk up and he looked at me and he goes, did you just say rugby? And I said, yeah, actually I did. So he came and sat in front of me and he's like, what are you talking about? So tell me, talk to me. And so I told him, you know, I was kind of mulling it over. You know, I wasn't sure what I was going to do told him about the Everett team, and he was like, do it, man, do it, do it, do it, do it, I promise you, if you put a rugby team together in Monroe, I, I promise there will be interest, so, him being from Monroe, knowing the area way more than I do, I took him, I took him by his word, I was like, all right, let's do it, so we did it, so... Threw, a, threw up a Facebook page, just kind of started getting the word out there, and what do you know? Bam, boom, bing. Here we go. We've got a whole brand new high school team. Uh, you know, we've got boys from here, from Monroe. We've got some homish. We've got kids from different areas of Everett. And this thing is just growing. I mean, it just it's just growing like wildfire. We've got some 5th and 6th graders out there. We've got some 7th graders. Uh, a couple of 8th graders. I mean, it's just name the age group and they're out there and it was I was just like wow I was I was shocked I was I really was I was I was kind of blown I've been blown away by the amount of interest uh, that's been shown for the program and so here we go right so we have our first high school game then uh, uh, a week from today which is fun we've got two teams coming up to visit I believe it is um I believe it's Kitsap and Tri-Cities, I think. I'd have to look at the schedule. Um, yeah, so the boys are super excited. I'm super excited. The town's super excited. So if you're listening to this and you live in Monroe or close to, come on out next Saturday about 11 o'clock, I think is where we're going to kind of get rolling. And we're going to have, you know, three, four games of rugby being played. And I think we're going to try and get some of the little kids out there, too, to to uh, play little scrimmage games in between the matches to give the big boys breaks. So come on out next Saturday. It'll be super fun at Memorial Stadium here in Monroe on West Columbia Avenue. Yeah, good times. Let's see. 
what else is going on in the world of Vance? Um, real estate's hopping. My goodness. You know, it's crazy. I... Once, once you think the market in is half a mile, thing, turn right onto 217th place southeast. And you wake up the next day, and it's a completely different thing. I mean, it's just it's so wicked, and that's one of the reasons why I love working in this industry is because it's so you never know what's how, what it's going to be like the next day. It's you know, turn you right onto 217th place southeast. Nothing, there's no inventory. There's um, you know, it's just a bunch of nonsense. And then you wake up the next day, and there's all Continue these Continue on 217th place on southeast for one mile. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. And so we've got, you know, we, we have a, a line of, of clients that are just kind of sitting and waiting in the winds, waiting for their homes to come on the market that they're looking for because... You know, unfortunately, what's out there doesn't work for most of my clients, and they're lurking. You know, I, I have very picky clients, which is totally understandable, and I get it. Sometimes, honestly, I wish they weren't so goddamn picky, but hey, you know, we're dealing, we're we're handling the you know the biggest financial transaction of their lives. So, you know, to. To work in haste in this industry is just definitely not a recipe for success. So, anyways, um, oh, there's my clients right now. So we're good. So I'm gonna keep talking while I see them. I'm gonna say hello. Howdy. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Ah, you want to follow? Okay. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, let's see here. I need to pull out a code, if you'll bear with me. See, this is real life, folks. Real life. <laughs> you are... 53528. You are hearing what we go through. Private gate. Gotta love private gate properties. Just kidding. So where I'm going here uh, to show these, I'm a total tangent now. So where I'm going to show these properties in index um, to keep uh, the riffraff out and to keep the unwanteds out of this area they they have security gates and you actually have to punch in a code drive down a one-way uh, one-lane gravel road right along the river it's super gorgeous I wish you guys could see this so but anyways back to the whole um, uh, inventory thing yeah it's crazy like I said I wish they weren't so picky but it is their biggest transaction that they're ever gonna you know their financial transaction that they're ever gonna do in their lives for most of them you know so I can't be picky and like I said those people the salesy salesy real estate agents it just doesn't work anymore you know um, could I could I make more money uh, with a different approach probably 
probably because there are there are a lot of real estate agents out there that you know they they work on the salesy side of it and I'm okay you know I just have a different approach I always have I'm not a salesman I am a um, how is it that somebody put it one time I'm a matchmaker is what I am and if we're not you know, if it's not a perfect match, it's not a perfect match. I'm not going to try and sell you on buying a house that you're not going to like and that you're going to be pissed off at me two years down the road going, damn, why the fuck did he sell? Like, why did we buy this house? Why? Oh, I know why. Because he was a pushy salesman and he closed us on a house that we didn't really want to buy. So to avoid that, I, you know, just take a different approach be the matchmaker, show them what they want to see, and let them fall in love with the right house. And when the time comes, they're ready to buy. And so, I, that's just how I go about it. And that's how I do it. And if you don't like it, uh, that's okay. Because <laughs> everybody has a different style on how they work in every industry, and this is just how I do it. And, you know, I have people asking, why don't you sell more? You should be selling more. You're so good at what you do. It's like, oh, yeah, I know, I am. But I'm not that person. I'm not the volume real estate person. I don't want to sell 150 homes every year. Where's the fun? I mean, to me, really, where's the fun? Where's getting to know the clients? Where is, you know, where's everything that's involved in it? Uh, and I don't see selling 10 homes a month, 12 homes a month, giving that opportunity to really get to know my clients. So, like I said, I just have a different approach. And In 600 feet, turn right onto Mount Index River Road. Is, and we will move forward. So, um, Limitless Realty Group, powered by Remax on the Lake and Northwest. I love my job. Turn right onto Mount Index River Road. www.limitlessrealtygroup.com or my phone number is 425 in a quarter mile. Turn left onto South Riverside Road. <laughs> I love it. My boy Freddie taught me that one. I told you about Freddie last time back in Houston, so Anyway, so we are creeping up on this uh, cabin that we're going to look at. And my goodness, I wish you could see what I'm looking at right now. Um, these snow-capped mountains up here. Um, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Deliverance. Just kidding. <laughs> it is a little deliverance-like right now, but, you know... I guess that's what happens when you come out into practically the middle of nowhere and looking at cabins. So, anyways, that turn is left onto all South Riverside Road. Today. Like I said, we're gonna get better with this, with this whole little podcast thing, making it, making it worth listening to, making it fun. So continue on South Riverside Road for one and a half miles. On Facebook and or Instagram or wherever. Uh, leave me a suggestion. Tell me what you want to hear. I, you know, I'll talk about just about everything. But like I said in my introduction, you know, real estate, uh, fitness, and everything in between. So I'm open to suggestions. Let me know what you want to hear. Again, www.limitlessrealtygroup.com. 
or 425-357. Sold. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, fantastic month of March. Happy Saturday. Happy sunshine. God bless. I love you guys. Take care.